Good afternoon. You're listening to K Tahoe. It's time for the bright side with Alexis Robin. Good afternoon. We are enjoying another beautiful day in Tahoe for the times like they always are. And uh, today we're talking about digital detox. Digital detox. So. I just got back from this amazing conference called Wisdom 2.0. It was in San Francisco, four days of bringing the world's tech leaders together with the world's wisdom leaders or thought leaders, um, meditation specialists, uh, psychologists, neuroscientists, um, I mean, just really cool, fun stuff. So um, there was this booth there called Digital Detox, and they do like summer camp for adults, which I thought was a really fun idea. Um, but it was all about, you know, kind of, and the show today is all about, um, how to pull back from some of our electronic devices and all of our computer time, our screen time, our phone time, our iPad time, and take a little detox and some things we can do to kind of restart the brain and, uh, and just, uh, freshen our, freshen our focus up. So, um, so do you have any digital uh, <laughs> detox needs, Jen? I will probably. probably it's, it's interesting because I remember when I used to run, um, I had the old school little MP3 player. I mean, it was not hooked to anything other than what I the songs I had loaded into it. And I would go run for an hour or two and it would be totally fine. And now the idea of walking out without the phone in right. my pocket or something, it's like, ooh, something could happen. Well, I don't know. Nothing ever happened then, and I didn't worry about it. But it's, <laughs> I, it is strange. It's a strange phenomenon. I went somewhere Friday and walked out without my phone, and it was kind of unnerving. Yeah. When I realized, ooh, I don't have my phone. Right. And it was actually more because I couldn't take pictures. I was a little more upset. But um, <laughs> it was just what everyone else had theirs. It's like, okay, text them to me or email them. But it's weird. Yeah, I, I think there's a de- definite need to unplug a lot more. Yeah, and that's – so basically that's what they talked about, right? Is like the more screen time we have, the more time we have on our devices in this crazy 24-hour-a-day world, that the more time we need to spend taking time to either meditate or perspective take um, or just clear our minds, like pull back far enough from the crazy – to be able to um, focus on what we need to be doing and just kind of reset a bit. Yeah. And so um, so one of the people who spoke there was this Dr. Larry Rosen, and he's a um, clinical psychiatrist and um, studies neuroscience. And, um, and it was just really interesting, some of the things he talked about in terms of how to reset your brain. So... He, uh, he said that basically what's happening is that people who are web addicts or addicted to the webs, you know, to the World Wide Web or activities on their phone, that they're showing, the brain science is showing that there's increased activity in the brain. However, the quality of the neuron um, exchanges is going down. So more activity, but quality goes down. Um, quantity versus quality. Right? Quantity versus quality. Um, they also show, showed, which I thought was a real, really interesting, that if you have a lot of friends on social media, that the more friends you have, the more increased in size your hippocampus or your amygdala um, will be. And those are kind of the fear center, the fight or flight center of the brain. And so, um, so I thought that was interesting too. And I've been kind of playing with that. Like, I wonder what that's like if, 
you know, if you're tuned into what other people are saying or what other people are thinking, and if there's, you know, a thousand of them thinking and saying things, <laughs> commenting, maybe that uh, has that effect. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had a conversation this past week about Facebook specifically and what people post on it. Mm-hmm. And you definitely have different schools of thought. Some right. people air everything. Um, right, right. You know, they're going through, say they're ill, have cancer or something, and a little, you know, they detail. And they'll ask for people for positive thoughts prayers and stuff and i don't think that's bad but a friend had a different take on it is why would you put that out there to everybody i mean whoever can look at it because let's face it even if we have what's considered a small base of friends on facebook this is still not your core group of people yeah these are not you know a lot of them are more acquaintances or colleagues or yeah or things and it's kind of hard another thing someone we talked about was the airing of dirty laundry Mm. And why people do that, which I find like share you know, their own discrepancies yeah, or whatever. argue, you know, fight with someone on. And it's oh just, yeah, it's, that's it's, just poor form. Yeah, it's very, um, it's it's not right. But I think the base of that was though with that type of stuff, it's an importing of negativity. Whether it's you know someone who's ill and, and does want people to to pray or, or you know right. support them, it's still a sad negative thing. Having yeah. cancer is not good. Yeah, no, but, but you know, on the flip side, I would say that it's, um, I mean, it's up to us to monitor what we yeah. read and what we don't. And so if, if you're following somebody who's writing stuff you yeah. don't like, don't follow them, like skip over it, you know, yeah. and if it's stronger than you, like don't check your Facebook. But I think we all have to take responsibility <laughs> for what we read. Can't help myself. <laughs> Same thing on the TV. I mean, here we get these, you know, horrible shows and violence and, you know, all these things and it's like we can't help ourselves we watch it and then we're mad at the tv shows for putting it out there it's like don't watch it (laughs) if you don't want that input don't go there that that turning off that digital feed yeah so um so some of the things that so they basically um this dr rosen he said he talked about um fixing this um increased activity with decreased quality in the brain um by learning to focus and attend and he said the way some of the ways that you can train your brain to focus um one of the ways they're doing it in a high school class it's very interesting is that they are um when the kids are coming in from break or they're switching classes this one teacher is giving them one minute at the start of class to check their devices so they sit down they get settled they get one minute to check the device to text whatever they have to do then someone sets the alarm for 15 minutes and then 15 minutes into the lesson the alarm goes off and everybody gets another minute to check in and the meantime they have their phones upside down on the desk now some people could say oh well that's ridiculous it shouldn't take up class time but the reality is they're getting better focus and attention for those 15 minutes because the kids are relaxed because they just checked it and they know they get to check it again. Now, the trick is, is extending the period of time in between. So you start with 15 minutes and then, you know, you stretch it to 20, then 25, then 30, then 35. Well, you're basically training their teenage brains to focus for 35 minutes of time without freaking out that they have to get back to check the phone. Because um, otherwise, they're, they could be sitting at their desk you know, trying to figure out when the teacher's not looking so they can check their phone, which is not focusing at all, right? So I thought that was interesting. Not on the class anyway. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was interesting. But then there's some other things that we can do. And he says that for every two hours that you're like into your digital devices, you're on the computer, what have you, that you need to reset your brain. And he said it only takes about five minutes and there's a lot of different ways to do it. So one way to do it is meditation. Now, I learned a ton about meditation when I was down there. And most importantly is that, you know, there's 
there's kind of no wrong way to do meditation. It's just all about being self-aware and in the moment. So while there are many roads to meditating and many different styles, um, you know, you're not going to like do it wrong. It's just about quieting your mind and going into wordless space. And so, um, so you can try that for five minutes. There's lots of great apps for that. You can go into nature for five minutes. I love it. There's an app to meditate. Oh my gosh, there's tons of apps to meditate. <laughs> Wouldn't that be contradicting the, the the getting off the digital? Well, it's a it's a coaster? it's like a recording. You don't watch it. You put the headphones in, and it guides you through a meditation. Okay. Gotcha. So, <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. So yeah, I mean, either way. But um, then you've got um, nature rest for five minutes. So you could go out in nature. You can just um, go stare at a tree. You can go walk through the meadow. You can just look at beautiful pictures of nature. Um, in a book or something, um, you can look at beautiful art that also helps reset your brain. You can exercise. So go for a quick walk around the block, you know, just run down the stairs, go to your car, you know, walk down the street, turn around, come back five minutes, you're done. Brains reset. Um, hot water. Interestingly, take a bath. Why do we get the best ideas in the shower? Because of the hot water. And then, um, time in my hot tub. Right? Hot tub. In. And then talking live with friends can also do it. So if you're, um, if you're talking, um, you call someone up or you go face to face with somebody and you have like a live conversation with them, that can help reset your brain. Um, practicing a foreign language can help reset your brain. Ooh, it's tough. For five minutes and then um, playing an instrument as well. So, yeah, so that's fun. So, I mean, you kind of pick what you like. Like for me, nature is the way to go, right? Like a quick five-minute meditation, a quick five minutes in nature, a quick walk around my office. You know, sometimes I'll just do laps around my table so I can get moving. Um, Call my husband, call my mom just to check in. Um, Lots of different things that you can do to digitally detox, you know, once every couple hours. So, um some other elements that came up during the workshop that were key to long-term thriving was um, increased sleeping. You know, we're not getting enough sleep. Ariana Huffington spoke about it. She said, in fact, that she told a group of uh, women that were graduating from college that they should sleep their way to the top, <laughs> which we all kind of laughed and went, what? And then we went, oh, sleep. Like, you mean actually sleep. Um, and so that's, that's an important thing is like, if you're not getting seven to eight hours of sleep a night, you are not flushing the toxins out of your brain. You're building up the same toxins that are found in Alzheimer's patients and patients with dementia. Oh, fantastic. So you need some more sleep, Jen. <laughs> Um, so, and you, and you can't build, you can't like then go get like five hours a night and then go on the weekend and get 12 hours. Like it doesn't work that way. You need to consistently try to get at least seven to eight. Um, and if you need to nap, that's okay. So the other thing is um, this idea of meditation. And one of the greatest quotes that I heard while we were there was uh, by John Kabat-Zinn. And he's started a um, basically stress-reduced, um, you know, meditation-based stress reduction workshops. And he said, the motivation to meditate is not to um, – get healthier and it's not to make your brain better but it's to not miss your life because we're so caught up in everything that's going on that it's like we're not ever present for the moment you know and it's like to just like the old saying goes be here now and so I've really tried to drop into those present moments with my kids and not and my husband and not trying to be this weekend thinking about this week or next week or what's happening but it's like just be where I am 
Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so that was interesting. And then, you know, in perspective taking as well, which can be done with journaling, um, you know, writing, that kind of a thing. So, um, so some things to help you clear your brain, digitally detox, uh, in between your screen time, your phone time, your texting, your Facebook, your Google plus, your, you know, everything that's out there, websites, TV programs, all those things that are coming at you. Does radio count? Radio counts, <laughs> but not probably not as much as uh, as the others because you're listening. You're not you're not looking, but uh, but definitely you want some wordlessness. So um, so take a couple minutes after this call, and uh, when you get home, and go into your house and just you know sit for a couple minutes in quiet, and that'll be your your start. You'll start resetting your brain right away. Fantastic. Yeah, I'll try some of it. Yeah. I so like we will uh, we'll see you next week. Same place. Same place. Same Same time. time. You've been listening to Alexis Robin with The Bright Side here on K Tahoe.